Yo, what's good, folks? Welcome to Itawo Podcast. I'm DJ Zobi, and I'm with co-host right here. Hey, what's up? It's Arthur. me, Arthur. How you guys doing? Yeah. We're back with another episode of Itawo. Hope everyone's doing uh, okay. Shelter. I know place, it's baby. been a little while. I know <laughs> yeah, it's been it's a little while, but we're coming back. We're coming back strong. I just came back from the, the trenches, <laughs> as, as Arthur <laughs> likes to call it. <laughs> no. Out there, I'm just out there, town, town, you know, doing my thing here in Frisco, getting involved in little, little, little community stuff with like the China Mac rallies. The they can't burn us all, inspired by um, all the attacks that have been happening with Asian folks in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're just finding out, like, just through 2020, like even Canada and Europe, Paris, and all these different other places where people are attacking like old Asian people and just Asian people in general. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I mean, I've been following China Mac for quite a while now, mm-hmm. um, like, knowing him from, like, really from the Jin incident. If you guys don't know, I don't know, Arthur, you, you may be familiar with this. I, I but... know, you want, you want to drop who Jin is? I know who Jin is. Okay, if you don't, guys don't know who Jin is, he's, like, the first commercial, commercially signed asian american artists there were some other people prior to him but he was like the first on a major label with the uh, rough riders I'm so the incident chinese. yeah 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 the <laughs> speak chinese song yeah uh the rest is history something like that was the album uh he did all the bt freestyles back in the days and he was winning it for like hella hella weeks in a row or something one of the longest Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, here's where China Mac story comes in. So China Mac, dude's like from the street. Like he's you know Chinese gangs, New York gangs, you know Ghost Shadows. I think it was the crew that he was rolling with. Um, anyways, like the people in Jim's camp, some folks are surrounding him, kind of like involved in that life too. They kind of butt heads at some bar club event, and basically China Mac like let off you know a shot. And luckily, it ricocheted or whatever, and he didn't kill the guy, but definitely, like, he, he went down for um, attempted murder or something like that. He did, like, 10 years, yeah, whole dec- really? pretty much a whole decade. He was gone for a whole decade, yeah, because I remember this happened when I was, like, in the early 2000s, like, early college years for me, and then, yeah, so, and, and then he popped back up once he got out few years ago and he was doing all the vlad he was you also might know him from vlad tv he was like the recurring asian artist <laughs> talking about gangster shit in the streets mm-hmm. you know um but uh yeah so lately he's been um kind of getting more motivated and activism just seeing like you know uh, the situation that happened out here a while ago with the Asian elderly man with the can situation in Hunter's Point. Uh, I think that's the first I saw him, like, you know, kind of like paying attention and like, hey, what the heck is going on? We should stand up for our elders and things of that nature. And then the thing that triggered him off to start this They Can't Burn Us All movement is the, the Asian lady in New York and Brooklyn who got lit on fire. Basically, yeah. these two guys, they, just rolled up to this old lady and just poured gasoline on her and lit her on fire. Luckily, she, it was a jacket. She was able to take it off real quick and toss it. And I think eventually, the last I heard on the situation is they caught the two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's something they're getting processed. Something's happening on that on that end. I haven't followed up entirely, but they have been apprehended. Um, and just there's more, you know. There's so many 2020, you know, you look up online, just type in Asian hate crimes in the U.S. and you'll see it, all the different videos. And, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah, he started doing, he did a protest out in his area, China Mac, and this other dude, Will Lexham. He's an actor uh, just coming up. I, I don't think he's been in anything that we know of. Like, he's just starting out, I think. He's like a young art, young actor. But yeah, so him and China Mac linked up, and then they did the protests in March in New York, mm-hmm. and then they, they then they took it out over here to L.A. like two months ago, and then they went up to San Francisco, but then 
it didn't work out because at that time we were going through the fires. We had fires on top of the pandemic. And so they had to cancel their San Francisco leg. Then they came back once things like the dust settle, everything's whatever. Then we had that pretty big turnout for that. The first, cause there's, there's two parts. So the first part was a March rally. The second one was, um, the first one was at city hall. The second one was at uh, Portsmouth square in Chinatown SF. Yeah. So, um, the first one was a pretty huge turnout. I want to say like 500 plus people, I'm 500 on the low end. Some people even said there might've been like about a thousand, but it took up like whole two whole blocks, like people going down. And I was like, uh, rep, uh, was it, I was, uh, volunteering to help marshal the crowd so basically just keeping people off uh off the sidewalks is once they're on the sidewalks cops are going to try to shut the thing down so we're instructed by the the organizers Mm -hmm. that were working with china mac yeah just help you know keep people in the middle you get that permit uh funny enough Mm -hmm. i've been playing this video game uh, yakuza 7 Mm -hmm. and they were talking about like when you do protests and stuff when you get the permits and stuff as soon as you start stepping on like on the sidewalk or on quote unquote uh, a business's like uh, area private they, property private and all that. property yeah. then that's when they can you know shut shut you down yeah so yeah we were doing all that and really there wasn't it, it went pretty well only two incidents occurred um, crazy guy with a bunch of cans was yelling and stuff and China Mac told him like, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And um, then there was crazy like Trump. I don't know what he was, but he was like saying all kinds of crazy like anti-Chinese stuff. Like all of this, you can watch on China Mac TV YouTube channel. He documented. He had his phone and stuff out, so he was recording pretty much the whole damn event. Yeah, so that went pretty smooth. And then they were planning to. So once that was over, they're already like, "Yo, we're planning to like do it again." So the next time was this recent time about what two weeks two weeks ago two weeks ago? about yeah two weeks ago think, early this month three, yeah. November yeah early November um, they did a youth rally now this one was more like they wanted to bring artists like local artists out and like talk to the youth like make sure the youth are you know up on like what's going on like have a voice so they brought in um, what is it uh, M. MBNL from Stockton, just mm-hmm. like Filipino Crip Cat. Yeah, uh, gang shit, gang shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the face, the the face tatted Asians came showed up. Uh, yeah. Asians with attitudes. Those guys, if you know that account, they were. Uh, I've met the guys. This I think he's like Filipino or some kind of Southeast Asian dude. Uh, but yeah, he was there with his crew, his squad. They were there at the first event too. Um, the Asians were attitude guys, but this time around, it's like more youth, more younger, mainly folks in their twenties. I didn't, and like a sprinkle of like high school kids or college age kids, just a sprinkle. Um, but mainly people in their twenties, mid twenties, twenties, and then a little bit older, like myself in our thirties, thirties, and and the sprinkling of forties and up. Um, but it's primarily for the youth. So yeah, MBNL was there. Um, who else? Of course, China Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Sahi. Sahi was another artist. He he was somebody that I got put onto recently, but he grew up in San Francisco. How do you how do you say his name again? Can you repeat it? Sahi. 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 Okay. Yeah. Sahi. He's a Malaysian brother, half Chinese, half black, oh. and he was just like talking about like. Um, like, yeah, I grew up in Chinatown, uh, like, going to all the Chinese schools, and he name-dropped, like, Zhonghua Zhong, and, and uh, that's, like, Central High, Central Chinese High, um, some other, like, other Chinese school, Chinese language programs, and that really hit, like, anybody that grew up in Chinatown or went to Chinese school in the city, like, you mentioned those names, it, like, instantly hits, like, instant connection. And so I was like, yo, I know this. Okay, this brother's legit. He's like with it. He's like from the area. So he performed. Uh, who else? Um, this cat named Chow Main. Okay. I think he, he he had some like viral videos or something about like ABG girls or something like that. What's his name? <laughs> but then, Chow Main? 
Chow Main, like C H O W Main M A N E, like like Gucci Main, but Chow Main. <laughs> yeah. So you had that. Um, uh, then I think last minute someone pulled out, so M B Nell brought one of his homies. I forgot the guy's name, but it's another Filipino cat from Stockton. Uh, I think it was his first time performing, so he wasn't too proficient on the microphone. Let's say his energy was like didn't match like what he was on record, mm-hmm. and like they all performed over their their songs, kind of thing. You know, they had the DJ and stuff. Okay, yeah, it was uh, it was good, good vibes. Um, they had guest speakers like. Um, like a uh, youth counselor and like prison activist, I guess you could say. Eddie oh, Zhang was there to speak. If you don't know about Eddie Zhang, look him up. Really dope brother. Like he, he's you know representing for Asian Asian Americans in the the prison population. Something that not a lot of people know about because we're counted as others. So really, at this rally, there's a lot of like representation of like hood Asians. If you want to mm-hmm. say. A lot of like speaking of like lower economic, lower income, because not everybody's crazy rich Asians. Like those people <laughs> there, you hear their stories, but then this time around, we're giving the story the the spotlight on, you know, the folks that aren't in that type of thing, uh, uh lifestyle that are, you know, living, you know, check to check, you know, uh, family dysfunctions, um, you know, gangs and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So I thought that was really good to like you know show that other side of Asian America and Asian American artists and yeah everybody um, it wasn't as packed as the first event because mm-hmm. then the first event was a march from City Hall into Chinatown at ending up at Portsmouth Square and that square was kind of packed I you know personally I social distance I kept my my distance you know maybe some other people didn't but everybody had their masks. The num- one foremost thing I want to make make a point of is everybody had a mask on. Like we weren't like, right? It wasn't like COVID party type style. <laughs> so, uh, but the second one was a little bit less less crowded. We, we had a nice, decent crowd. I want to say like a ballpark between fifty and a hundred, maybe in and out, because people were like kind of passing by to tourists, random people, just sprinkling in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a nice little nice little crowd. Yeah. That's um, good. Decent turnout. Decent turnout, yeah. Not too crazy. Because, uh, I mean, given, you know, what we're going under with the COVID, you kind of get a little, little uh, uncomfortable in, like, big, big crowds. Yeah, know? without so, a doubt. Uh, was there yeah. anyone um, that really, like, spoke to you during any of the uh, rallies? Like, they were saying some, like, real stuff that you were like yes i mean the different guests that they had to speak like i was saying earlier eddie was an important mm-hmm. one uh that spoke out to me that, uh who else i don't remember their names but there's two other brothers who do also like a Samo- samoan brother okay was there to talk about like pacific islanders and that you know trying to rally everybody like hey we're all in this together like he, he like i don't know i think he was like Half joking, half serious. Is like, hey, you know, you know, if there's a Samoan brother out there, and he sees somebody going, some shit going down, you know, he's gonna step up and like handle that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because you know, I mean, anybody you ask, anybody, you know, you grow up in the Bay Area, you know, the Samoans, man, they're the nicest, nicest cats, but like, don't be on their bad side. Oh yeah, you don't want to see them angry. Tell you that. (laughs) You don't want to see them angry. You ever, you know, they got the haka dance thing that they do. A scary ass, like, ha, 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 I don't know. Don't I even try and imitate it, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. And they're, like, doing that thing, and then they got the stare. And yeah, you don't want to mess with that shit. <laughs> you funny, man. My, my apologies. I did not mean to offend. <laughs> don't cancel me. <laughs> um, this guy. But yeah, like, those those... Those individuals kind of spoke kind of like that. I I felt memorable and were important to the message. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's about it. I mean, anything you're curious about from my event? Well, over the course of the two events, right? Because I know, I I don't know, I don't know if we talked about it in our personal life or Mm -hmm. like off stream, but like 
you said last time, I think China Mac was trying to go to Canada, but he can't because it's closed off. Not Canada, Seattle. Seattle? Oh, okay. There was plans for Seattle, and right now I think um, they're still figuring out the logistics of it because uh, it takes some money. I mean, they got to travel. They got lodging. They got a lot of, like, expenses to take care of. So they, they, they don't know. It's up in the air. And right now they're both back in New York now. Mm-hmm. So, but their 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 heart is to keep this movement going, and then there's actually a Discord for uh, they can't burn us all. Um, if I I don't have the information on hand with me right now, but uh, if you go onto the they can't burn us all IG account, just mm-hmm. go with that name or or check up uh, China Mac on IG or Will X Ham on IG and just ask them like hey i heard about the movement I'm, i want to join i want to keep up to date that's one way to like uh keep in contact uh with them and everybody that's like been getting in touch and getting down with the movement yeah hey yeah i mean other than that um i mean around this time of year um just community stuff that i get involved with um there is um uh the indigenous people's day mm-hmm. that passed just passed um usually me and my, my homie ooze we would um we would go to participate with the sunrise ceremony that happens every year it's like early in the morning at the crack of dawn uh, all these like indigenous folks come to like commemorate and uh celebrate and give thanks and prayers you know for um and to remember the history you know uh the indigenous folks and what they had to go through in this country mm-hmm. um and that was for october yeah october Indi- indigenous day san francisco renamed columbus Day to indigenous day and a lot of other like states are starting to like follow through on that a lot of the more liberal progressive states or cities have been starting to do that as of late yeah. um so but this year this year that event got canceled like entirely like nobody sorry we can't do it because of covid mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of elderly folks that you know elders of you know folks from the tribe and stuff like that i don't want to get them sick because they're like they're the um vulnerable population uh and then thanksgiving's coming up usually they have two events there's the one on indigenous people's days which is hyphenated columbus day and then thanksgiving um they do another one and that one is this year is not open to the public they're still gonna do it but within with the tribes only Mm -hmm. there's no public people because and i saw their or i saw the flyer for it the 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 information to like kind of get keep everybody up to date and they were saying like annually about 400 no not 400 4,500 people attend these events every year. That's a lot. And you, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, all crammed into this thing. As yeah, we're like so a like semicircle. Yeah, like every year, uh, since the last few years that I've been going to this event, I usually catch a cold. Like, Damn. like consistently, like every year you go, wake up early, it's, you know, boom. like what, 6 a.m. or some shit, and yeah. No, not even like five. Well, we. What time do you get there? Four, four o'clock, four in the morning. <laughs> four in the morning. Four in the morning. You get there, oh, and then you wait to shit. get on a boat. Mm-hmm. You wait to get on a boat, and then you go over there, and then you walk up the hill. You walk. You go through the port. You pass the little. You pass the little uh, mural. Uh, that's you know Indian land, little yeah. thing that they painted. This was back in the seventies. When uh, the indigenous folks came and like occupied um, Alcatraz, basically, so it's like a commemoration of that. That that happened in November two days ago, November twentieth, back in the seventies. Um, but yeah, so you go up to the hill, up these hills, and then you go. To, there's a flat platform, kind of like an open area thing, and in the middle, they're burning. Uh, uh, I want to say I not sage. People are burning sage too. Um, Palo Santo, I think, is the the type of wood or the herb that they're burning. 
but it's like very fragrant, very pungent, very like it's just boom, it hits you like you just yeah, it's very I say it's like kinda like kinda like a healing, like you like you ever do like vapor rub and stuff like that, like that kind of power. Oh, it's like okay. a similar level of that power like it just hits you and like so yeah so this year there's none of, that's not happening for the public when was yeah. the first year that you went to uh to this thing to this indigenous day like the one where you take the boat when did you start doing that uh i think it was tw- i want to say 2016 okay 2016 so was for the about first four years, one four or three years four years yeah um Basically, when I joined All Tribes of Stuff, Zulu, mm-hmm. um, Ooze basically kind of put me onto it. He's like, yo, check this out, Ak. Like, mm-hmm. Yo, check this out. Like, you know, um, indigenous folks, like, come through and stuff. And then so I just kind of, like, rolled through. And it's just, I've been going ever since. And just learning the history and stuff. Like, you know, the land that we live in on, in San Francisco, at least, um and the bay area in general but i'm just doing a little, my own little research as of late like it's ohlone land mm-hmm. and in san francisco they call it yaluma san francisco originally the indigenous folks here mm-hmm. is the ohlone and the tribe is called the yamatush okay. and then ohlone is kind of like the general like uh how do you say like like you know how like people's like like the Philippines, right? But then within the Philippines, there's all these different yep, yep. subgroups. So the subgroup is the Yamatash people um, of the Ohlone. And then the, the land, the San Francisco itself, they call it uh, Yaluma. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I learned about that. Yeah. No, it's it's like, it's good, you know, because those these people, they're just, we, we're on their land. <laughs> stolen land. So, you know, respect respect to the indigenous folks, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, dude, speaking of oh. um, what you were talking about, I was talking to uh, my buddy Chicken Andy, who's a native, and he was telling mm-hmm. me, you know, during COVID. What tribe? Um, Did he tell you what tribe? Um, t- to be honest, I cannot remember at the top <laughs> of my head. <laughs> Okay, it's okay. (laughs) He was telling me about, you know, at at the um, reservations and stuff, Mm -hmm. a lot of them are getting COVID because there's a lot of elderly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of elderly folks. Um, He was basically saying, like, all of Navajo Nation, like, like, it was like some high percentage of people capturing or getting COVID, like, a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's It's about the access to, like, healthcare situation because i know like there's a lot of statistics out like like black and latino communities have been affected and even some asians too it, i've seen some reports where asians basically if you don't have really good health care access you're and there's elderly populations and yeah people are getting high covid numbers because of that yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah sucks man but but um yeah before we change topics well, for mm-hmm. the ceremony and everything, so you you get there, you wake up, take the boat. Um, how long is the ceremony? Like, what? So you, you said they burn sage. Sorry if I'm like backtracking, but I was like a little confused. Palo, Palo Santo and sage, they okay. burn that. Like I think in the center, in the center of the circle that they have everybody stand. Mm-hmm. That's the, the and then they people. So all the different there's uh, guest speakers and tribal leaders and stuff. And their their group that they came with, they each do their own little like dance and prayers. Okay. So then throughout the throughout from four o'clock or whatever, I think we get there about five-ish, four thirty-five-ish. And then from that point on, it's just like nonstop, like dances, prayers, chants, people speaking. Um, and then the sun eventually you you're there. It's a sunrise ceremony. So the sun comes up, and you see the sun coming up. And you see, you know, the city from a far away. Like you can see uh, the Salesforce and Transamerica building from from where that point on Alcatraz Island. Um, and it's it the finale is the Aztec Aztec dancers, and then oh, that's okay. like really it's a it's a beautiful sight to see. Like just a bunch of people, and they're in the feather the traditional Aztec like. Uh, clothing mm-hmm. and they're doing the their sun their sun dance or i think that's yeah what it's called sun dance 
something like that. Yeah. And then they, they burn sage and they have their own stuff that they burn. And yeah, it's just, and then that's the finale basically. And then once that occur- that happens, like, you know, people start to like trickle out and oh, stuff. Okay. Yeah. And that's like around eight o'clock. Dang. Eight o'clock. Yeah, so we're up from four in the morning to like eight o'clock, so and then like after that, hour, it's like a four-hour event. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is it it's cold? like a mini? Oh yeah, it's cold. <laughs> it gets cold. I mean, you're right there on the. You're in the bay. The wind. Yeah, it's 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 cold. You definitely want to like warm up and jack it up. But for some reason, every year, I like I said before, I consistently get a cold. Dang. That's when I know like it's cold season coming. <laughs> you're you're like hard pass, no cold before me yeah. this time. <laughs> well, like, this time around, definitely no. Because they're like, nah, we're not letting you COVID people coming over and infecting our elders. Yeah, damn. Because <laughs> you know, like they're the thing with the the indigenous folks is like the preservation of their culture, the language. Like you know, th- I think within the last decade or so, as like you know, digital stuff is more prevalent and access to that and people you know it's members who are are, are college educated and, and are scholars and in academics and stuff like that they're trying to like preserve the culture so you know try to document everything they can with their elders so mm-hmm. you don't want to like purposely get people sick you know i mean it's kind of crazy i had this thought when i was thinking about this like like thanksgiving right um, was it the the pilgrims gave the the indigenous folks like smallpox blankets? Yeah, to, and they got sick, right? Yeah, and then now twenty twenty, it's now like we're them COVID? Sick. <laughs> yeah. it's like karma, dude. It's like it, it went back like a couple hundred years later, everybody gets sick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, karma. karma. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of uh, Thanksgiving, um, I don't know if it, w- what you do um, every year for Thanksgiving, but um, um, because of COVID, mm-hmm. has your plans changed, or are you gonna still keep doing the same thing that you do? Well, me personally, my family's not really big on holidays. Like um, we're li- when we're little, maybe like it, you know, her birthdays and things of that nature, mm-hmm. but then. You know, usually it's like for me because I live with my folks. It's just another normal day. Maybe we, you know, I'll get some dinner. I might order some food or something like that. Get get usually, you know, get some roast duck in Chinatown. Mm, that sounds um, good. You should definitely do yeah, that. Yeah. I think that's the move. Yeah, I mean, right now, definitely like my sister can't come visit. You know, because my mm-hmm. parents are older. You know, so you don't want to like put them in jeopardy. So yeah, it's just gonna be us. We're just gonna keep it the same as we always have you know yeah i mean usually she you know if she'll visit like earlier not like during thanksgiving like just like that maybe a week before yeah yeah like a couple of days before but on the actual day we usually just kind of like spend it apart so not too so it's not too different not too different from most years yeah yeah um i know that's people that are like man i gotta go see my family and I don't know, man. <laughs> but but Alonzo, Gavin Newsom said that, you know, we got to follow these regulations. You know, <laughs> just kidding. But, yeah, I heard he, he had a little slip of he was at that French laundry restaurant. I know you saw that. No mask in, in Napa. Right after yeah. he made that, uh, that, you know, shelter in place and Thanksgiving, yeah. no more than 10 people and shit. Mm-hmm. There was like more than 10 people. Well, there and... was mad people in that photo. Right. <laughs> i think not but then to not you know because t- i know everybody's like on his ass about that but like to be you know to, if you look at it really like it's a situation of not they didn't put a clear message like there's so much mixed messages mm-hmm. you know like okay we'll have this open and that open but then why is this closed and that not closed you know and i like, know it's just so mixed so mixed up so I don't know. Did he say like, "Oh, they were all COVID taste tested"? I don't know what what his comeback was. I think he just like he didn't try to like dig a dig bigger hole, and he's just like, "Hey, I fucked up." <laughs> I know. I think I that's mean, yeah. well, well, most of the people. Like, obviously, you know, it's holiday mm-hmm. seasons. You know, basically right. full session right now. And most of the people when I, I see them on social media, 
if they mm-hmm. are doing like because I'm seeing people doing like Friendsgiving, where they have uh-huh. friends over and stuff. And most yeah. of them, from what I've seen from the people that I follow or that I personally know, they've been like, "Yo, everyone got tested, and mm-hmm. you know, masked up and stuff." Right. But you do see some without masks. I have oh, seen. Yeah. There's a lot of people who don't care. But, right. Um, so hey. those people don't get like if they're making a big fuss of anything, they don't. You know, just like the you know every it's just man. The, every time you know it's gonna prolong. I mean, as 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 it is, we're already looking into twenty twenty one. Dude, luckily yeah. there's a vaccine on the horizon. I'm, you know? I'm not taking the and first then, one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you're not an essential worker, so you're probably not gonna be even getting it. And then there's an issue of cost too. You might they're gonna start charging people for that stuff. So some people might not even be able to afford it. So all yeah, these like anti vax people. I'm like, you might not even be able to get it. They're not going to give it to you. I know. I know. Then what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dep- depending so, on, on which company it is, I'll probably take it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. uh, yeah. there's been some bad side effects from the testing that they've been doing. I heard. Yeah. But then they made a pause. So, I mean, well, you know, it's as long as they're open with the public about what's going on, I think it should be s- smooth. Right now, I don't know, I'm saying that now. I'll be honest. If this was still a Trump, uh, if this was still Trump, all you know, if he won the election, that's another thing that popped up when we were away. Trump <laughs> I lost. Right, I hella, I will not like fuck that shit under Trump. But Biden, not because I defend, not because I'm a fan of his, you know, because mm-hmm. it was really if you, it was it's a really a vote of like I don't, you know, it's an anti-Trump vote for me. Um, but yeah, like I feel a little bit more like, oh, the adults are back in charge. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be as chaotic. But um, I, I think it's gonna be interesting this holiday season, you know. Um, yeah. With everything, you know, Black Friday's next week. Um, but yeah. before I touch on that, I mean, me personally, you next know, week it's this week. Yeah, it's right? this week. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Hey, it's it's Sunday, man. It's coming. Right. Yeah, um, personally, for me, for Thanksgiving, normally I actually have pretty big um thanksgiving gatherings Mm -hmm. um with my family every year and um this year for sure um we're we're not doing anything it's just gonna be you know me my mom my brother sister Mm -hmm. and my um, stepdad right and we'll just be chilling at home uh because normally Mm -hmm. you know we we get pretty big amount i'd say like 25 people maybe almost every year oh wow you know and um, you know do the whole shebang but this year, you know, just chill out. I mean, uh, I think we just ordered like roast beef, a small turkey, and you know, um, I'll be making a uh, all the, you know, typical shit. That all the fixins, yeah. <laughs> the fixins, the fixins, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> you spouted it down. Reference there, dude. Um, <laughs> what was it? oh yeah, Black Friday's coming up. Speaking yeah. of that, what do you, is there anything that you're looking to get, you know, deals? I mean, like, what's your experience with Black Friday growing up as a older person than me? Like, have you ever done that crazy shit where you see the viral videos where you're outside the Walmart trying to get a big ass? No, I've always shit? avoided, always, a, I've never really been big uh, Black Friday shopper type person, but I do know like some uh, family friends and extended family members who got in you know to that stuff i just never did it's never really it's like man it's like friday you know after thanksgiving food you just had like and then you don't i don't want to be out there in the cold you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i kind of avoided it but i'll say this like later on as like online shopping became a thing i participated in that a little bit here and there when I needed some stuff and it's like a good deal or something like that, you know, electronics, things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but, personally, yeah. I mean like all I'm looking at for, uh, at least this year, I mean, most years I don't really go too crazy. I, I think there's only been a couple times where I've actually like gone up, like squatted up with my, my boys and we went to like mm-hmm. San Jose or not went to San Jose. I mean, we went to, uh, well, it's in San Jose. We went to like, um, Valley fair. You've been there mm-hmm. before. We've taken you there before. Yeah, gone shopping, and it's you know mm-hmm. definitely hectic and crazy. Like I don't know, like mm. especially with COVID this year. Hell no, I'm not going to yeah. the freaking mall. Oh, speaking of Black Friday, 
Mm-hmm. You just ju- you just uh, jump started a memory for me. So I used to work in retail. I used to work at um, Macy's downtown, mm-hmm. downtown that stuff, the the men's building, and I've never worked a Black Friday. Oh, just okay. the way my schedule worked out somehow. I never ended up working a Black Friday. You're lucky. That's, yeah, that that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. But I'll say this. Um, uh, when in the recent years, so that, you know, I, I work at the you know strip club DJ. I have worked the holidays, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, it's those are the strangest nights. <laughs> you see, like the most sad, depressing dudes ever. Yeah, usually, <laughs> right? That, that and then you get the uh, after dinner crowd. So you know, after Thanksgiving dinner or holiday Christmas dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. So for real, like and on then, Thanksgiving, you would work, do you like, or you would work on Thanksgiving sometimes? I have had, yeah. Damn. So like people, you know, spend family time. Like, all right, I want to see some ass. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's people that are time is that? to get time to get some drinks and ho ho ho. You know, for real, um, that's crazy. But you know, it, it's not that far fetched because if you really I think, mean, I, I know it sounds weird, like oh, like there's this wholesome family thing that you just came from, and now you go like they're just sit bringing it up. the party from the family environment to the adult yeah. environment. They're like, all right, but then it's 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 not that far fetched because the you know the origins of uh, the holidays, you know, mm-hmm. like Christmas for example, was like a role based on originally it was like a fertility ceremony or fertility. Saturnalia or something like that. Okay. Look that up. But basically, you know, they were drinking and having orgies, and it was pretty crazy. So, but not that far off. But people, you know, people that that part of the the tradition survived somehow in America, at least. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, people. You see the sad. Well, the sad guys are like, I would say, thanks the Thanksgiving nights. That's yeah, and then. They come in early on, and then later they're joined by the uh, the after dinner crowd, family crowd. Like how, how like <laughs> um, how is that from your like your experience like um, seeing that like anything like because you you said earlier like weird or and stuff like what do you like? It's not. Um, you elaborate. It's on just that? like their energy. Just they're they're a little bit more livelier, but then it's like you look outside, it's like there's barely any potty on the street, and it's just be like boom! All of a sudden, it's like slow. You're in the room uh you know on the on the dance floor stage area like you know you get your, your usual crowd you know we don't all we don't have the full cast of girls of dancers um because you know some of them are like no nah, i'm not working it that night <laughs> you know yeah, and the good. ones that are working yeah. they're like dang i gotta save up some you know got, got christmas gifts to get and stuff you know or holiday stuff and bills and stuff you know um so um the energy is a little different with the crowd in the sense that um they're more easier, yeah, they're more livelier. Like, they're a little bit more livelier, but it's jarring because you look outside and it's like it's barely anybody walking around. It's just so happened that this caravan of like whoever's fa- uncle and whoever, nephews popping up. And they <laughs> just, you know, they had a lot of food and a lot of drink and they're just ready to like party. You nice, know? nice, nice. Yeah. That's uh it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> This year, I would say like um, uh, early early on, like the my first my first year working at a strip club, I didn't work Thanksgiving, but I worked Christmas. No, wait, let me get that around. I didn't work Christmas, which there was that first year. I didn't work one of the holidays. Okay, I can't remember right now, but yeah, is it because then I remember I started at Hungry Eye. And there was this one night where um, it was crazy. I like I was saying earlier, not all the dancers show up because they're like, "Fuck this shit," <laughs> you know. Yeah, I yeah. try, yeah, yeah. And then the ones that do show up are like, "Okay, we'll do it," you know, because I need the money. So this that first that the first year I worked, uh, it was Thanksgiving. It's coming back to me now. Um, we only had one dancer. Wait, what? Oh, I think I remember had, you telling me the story. Have I, mean, I told you? I think you yeah, did, but yeah. let's tell the, so the listeners because that's a crazy story. It was a crazy story I told you, right? Yeah. So we had this one dancer, and then she also, um, she has experience, you know, with the management and stuff too. So she was double on bartending, 
So that she kind of double and tripled up that night. Like she was running the bar, doing the stage, but then she couldn't do any VIP dances because you know she had two other things going on. Yeah. So we just the only thing we could we could do was just manage the stage. And it's for some stupid reason it was like we were the only we us and like maybe one other club was open that night because usually on that night mm-hmm. most of the club is closed except for like two okay right and then we happened to be the one, two spots like there was one other one other spot that was open and i was djing and it was just so how did wow. that work so let's say like for example right she's on stage she's doing that dance because normally like you explained mm-hmm. to me before i think on the podcast and in person mm-hmm. we're like you'll do that four to three minute song, right? And then you'd call up the next girl. So how, how did it work for this when you were doing mic work? I mean, basically, I'm just like, hey, guys, you know, don't forget to get some drinks because it was like uh, Hungry Eyes a bar, so there's drinks too. So I would have to promote the drinks. Hey, we got Thanksgiving specials on drinks. Make sure, you know, take care of the bartender who's also the dancer. <laughs> so you, you know? you're telling me that it was just literally you and then the one dancer no bartender Me, no one and then like and the door the, the, the guy and the manager was the manager making drinks no what? the manager was like he was oh man he was just he just like fucked off somewhere Dude. and it was just us two and then um and then uh one of my uh other homie dj slash manager homies he came through mentor he came through too and then he he like kind of helped out a little bit but then you know it was just her so we were Back and forth, back and forth. I think we lasted until like one in the morning. Dude, that sounds so right before last call. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just crazy. We had this like a group of like twenty that just popped up out of nowhere. Like what? I was saying, it's slow. A, a group of twenties pop up. It's like they're all like family, friends, college, whatever. I don't know what the relations were, but they all seemed to know each other. Mm-hmm. They just popped up. And then, yeah, so I would announce, I would run her rounds and then take a breather break. So she goes back to the bar and then makes a drink. So that's the break for like uh, three, like another nine minutes, or nine, ten minutes or so. She's making drinks. Like like All right, let me do some pull work and shake that ass. Right. And then more <laughs> day. Tip her, dude. She's working hard for that. Buddy, man, like, dude. I hope she made you it. Wanted, you wanted that? Night. Uh, we we got a good. Um, it was a good amount of. T- yeah, you know they I, made I, it rain. Yeah, I hope so. They it made it rain. One girl, man, and it's like, fuck. I'm trying to remember. I'm like, yeah, they did, cause I do, cause a lot of you know, it's yeah, it's a lot of yeah, it's just her like coming out, you know, just gas money and all the all the other expenses is just crazy you know in the city so yeah no like um it's just they made a really weird decision for our club to be open that night that mm-hmm. particular night yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> crazy yeah. story right the, i, I would have been a kiss bartender dancer bartender dancer because so, so yeah. for that one it's it's just topless Right, because yeah, that one was topless because yeah, it's, it's not a full new. Yeah, okay. So yeah, if you're ever in San Francisco, all the and California in general, maybe some other states do that too. But like, if it's topless, drinks. Mm-hmm. Fully nude, no drinks. No drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember we, we went to Crazy Horse before together, mm-hmm. and then we yeah. also went to when we were in San Jose. We went to that club right there, and I remember that one was only topless. Right, um, had, I'm trying had, to remember had, the like, name eight, of it. Yeah, damn. It's, it's right there downtown Cheetos San Jose. Or, or I don't know, Cheetos. Che- well, now it's Cheetos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, now yeah. it's Cheetos. Because they, they were wearing just pasties or like uh, that, like right. electrical tape, black tape on their right. knuckles. Yeah, it's not fully nude. That club yeah. sucks, by the way. Don't go there. It's <laughs> downtown San Jose. But, yeah. Um, I, I went through, I, went, I checked it out once. It was really um, weird. Because I was with some homies in that area then just decided to check it out. Yeah, Zobie's Club's just... way better. Or any right. other clubs surrounding his area. Way better than that one, I'll tell you that. Right. I know, like, everybody from that area, San Jose, was, like, just telling me, like, yo, man, y'all have better clubs in the city. Dude, if you're going to go to, like, quote-unquote clubs or whatever, just go to a Vietnamese cafe in San Jose. Don't go to Cheetah's. True that. True that. <laughs> True that. <laughs> just saying. Um, just saying. Not saying um, that I do that. Yeah, but it's crazy horse. You know what's crazy about crazy horse? 
<laughs> What's crazy? I don't want to put up. No, I'm not. I'm not getting him in trouble or anything like that. I mean, they're posting it on Instagram, but they're open right now. How they they're got four full, girls full, on rotation? They're a, new, they're a fully nude club. I know, cause like it's cold. I know, and then we got the COVID thing going on right now, and then our city just went back on like you know on a pause or not. Uh, it's not a full lockdown. It's just like pause on reopening, and then I think restaurants got well. They did. They dialed. They, they dialed back. You know, restaurants. Some of them were doing right, right. Some of them were. But you know, theaters, yeah. theaters are at twenty five percent. So here's the thing. The thing with Crazy Horse, technically, it's a theater. Yeah, it is. You know what they? It could, they I feel like if you look at the layout, so that's for that how place, they got around. All yeah. the seats are literally theater seats. That you know the mm -hmm. seat kind of like goes up, and you have to push it down with your hand, and you sit down on it. It's right, and then they have like a the catwalk mm -hmm. or whatever. Right, and then yeah. if you look at the thing where the girls come out of, that would be where a screen could have come came down, or, or there is a be. screen or something. Used to be a screen, yeah, yeah. something like that. You can yeah, definitely so social distance in Crazy Horse. I will say that with their, <laughs> with their seating arrangement. Yeah, it's kind of, it's pretty maybe, cramped. Maybe like two seats in between people or something. Right, or two or three. Yeah, I wonder how that works. A COVID, like right. Like, I know they're not advertising lap dances, but they are advertising the girls. So you think it's fully nude? State. I don't know if it's fully nude. That they didn't really say anything about that. But that traditionally. From what I know, and you've been there, it is a fully new club. Yeah. You know yeah. what I will say? That that club in particular is pretty progressive in their, I guess, marketing and stuff. Because I would say out of all the clubs in the city, they're, mm -hmm. unless, unless I don't know personally, but uh, they're one of the very first clubs I remember where they made their upstairs a weed, like, bar lounge where you can smoke weed. Yeah, high, yeah. Which I thought was they, interesting, cool with the legalization of, you know, weed and everything. Weed. Because I yeah. remember when they started promoting people like, hey, you know, you can, you know, do dabs and I don't know, mm -hmm. all this stuff. I don't particularly smoke marijuana mm -hmm. all the time, only socially, but it, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And you can get high with, you know, strippers or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't smoke too, but then a lot of strippers smoke, so mm -hmm. it's I wonder not a that, big... I wonder how that worked out. I, I know one of my buddies, uh, Frank, the comedian, he actually mm -hmm. had a gig and he did a comedy show. On the second mm -hmm. level at a uh, crazy horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. They got like burlesque shows and then comedy shows and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they 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 did like a little bit of a rebranding like a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're one of the more well in terms of like even before all of that, like you know, they're known for like bringing in free feature dancers. I, like, I would say they're they probably like I, I don't know what you would rate up rate them, but mm -hmm. I would say they're probably like top three like most in the popular city? clubs in the city right it would probably be them um gold club gold club and yeah no i would say those it, those it, are the two i would they're, recommend like, the two, on like with the hottest list. girls the ones that are always having like you know adult stars and you know right. quote, quote influence girls that have like only fans that would be there yeah yeah well what's the, yeah, no, those well, there's the another place what's recommend. what's the other place where you could eat food they have like good gold food club. It's gold oh yeah, club. it's gold club, yeah. No, I'm yeah. Thinking, isn't there is Century Link's not good? Or not Century Link, what's uh what's Century doesn't have a doesn't have food. Oh okay. Yeah. Gold Wait. Club is part of um the, the uh so in the city it's all owned by a deja vu, a lot of the clubs, especially on my area. And Gold Club's the only one that's like outside of like you have to it's like downtown where we're like North Beach Chinatown Financial District. So like that's the only outlier. And then I think Century is also yeah, Century is also Deja Vu, but that one's in the PL. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, I would probably think I would Gold, say, like Gold Club and Gold Golds Gold Club's more fancier, right? Yeah, like most people are what do you think? Yeah, there's a dress you get dressed, code. You, get dressed, you have to be dressed up a little bit. Right. Yeah. You have to be dressed up a little bit. Uh, you know. Yeah, they got their famous like buffet that they do. Um, the the financial district kind of crowd really loves that spot. Um, and then yeah, Crazy Horse they're known for their uh, feature dancers, porn stars that come in feature dance. Yeah, I guess a uh, I would recommend. I would re recommend those two spots. Crazy thing about strip clubs, since we're still <laughs> on strip clubs, <laughs> seems like our favorite topic here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. 
uh, there was that Gucci Mang and G- Young Jeezy Jeezy uh, versus battle. I saw snippets and of it. It looked pretty good. What yeah, they did it at. You've, you've been watching mo- almost every at, single versus, Alonzo. No, I haven't watched all of it. But the cool part about this one is uh, they did it at Magic City in Atlanta, the strip fam- club, fam- famous club. Right, and then they had the the thrones, and then the the little the area where the it's like it's it was made perfect for them, like separated social distance. Yeah. Also, so that if something goes down, because you know they're both far away from each other, if something goes down, there's some space. Because mm-hmm. that's just, that was on a lot of people's minds. Now there's gonna when be we a were fight. all watching it. There's about to be a fight. So if you're not familiar with the Gucci Man Jeezy beef, like. Allegedly, uh, somebody who is who is an affiliated, a friend, somehow connected to Jeezy, tried to kill Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane, yeah. And then Gucci Mane, um, he in his claim in self defense, shot back and killed the guy. So yeah, and then th- the beef stemmed from like I think their the first song, their first song together, so I see. Somehow he, they felt like he was snubbed. He felt snubbed, like he wasn't getting the credit or something like that. And then there's just a lot of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then it just got escalated. Yeah. So that's why, like, there's a lot of tension in that room. Like, there, I saw some commenters that were like, "Yo, like, G, uh, was it Gucci Man can't sit down because he's got a, he's got a, he's got a pole, he's got a AK or or." A, or a strap or something in his coat <laughs> gets it down. Yeah. But dude, it was crazy because I don't know, like you saw parts of it, but basically he was like he 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 played all his diss songs against Jeezy. That's so crazy. In between he'll be saying things like, Oh, that's cute. Or like he said, like, oh, you play a lot of like you play a lot of twenty some twenty oh five music or so play some new shit. Where are your new hits at? Or something to that effect. He's like <laughs> saying it like that to, to Gucci. I mean, uh, to Jeezy. Mm-hmm. And Jeezy just kept it straight. He was like, he just kept hitting him with the his classic, his bangers and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and then at one point, the the, the the disrespect. He was like, yeah, uh, I'll uh, he played the one song. I think it was called Truth. It's like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. He did a little speech. There's not, Right, it was like a, it was not an album cut. It was like one of those like mixtape joints, but it's basically a dis a diss song explaining like you know about that incident about like Jeezy affiliated person allegedly you know trying to uh, assassinate him, and then he shot back and killed the guy, and then he was just like, yeah, I'm gonna smoke that guy, I'm gonna or I'm gonna dig him out and send him back to you, some shit like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he was that's when that speech happened, and then. And then Jeezy just stepped up to the plate and just on some grown man shit was just like, nah, like, you know, we're not gonna do that. You know, just he's like, yo, we're grown men, you know. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, the whole world is watching us right now, you know, this is not about us. It's like, you know, and then he named off like all the recent rappers that just got killed and shot or whatever, King yeah. Vaughn and and MO3 and, and you know, a bunch of those names. Posmo, yeah, just saying like, yo, we're doing it for them, we're showing. We're showing the kids, like, you know, that you don't have to go through all that kind of craziness. Like, we're going to, you know, be cool. And he extended. Then I would say this is the sickest transition ever when he made that speech. Then he turned around and then he played on the realist end. Song. Yeah, I know, I know, like, I know. I saw that little clip. I was like, and then he did the chest thing. I was like, oh, man, that's like fucking lit. That was lit. He turned. I think for me, Jeezy won. Like he turned the corner there because uh-huh. he had control of like what was going on more. I mean, Gucci Man was hitting him with like the bangers too. But then uh-huh. it's like Gucci. I think Gucci was just like venting, you know. Because mind you, these two individuals haven't seen each other face to face because of the beef for fifteen to twenty years. Fifteen. He corrected because Jeezy said twenty. He's like, no, 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 fifteen years, fifteen years. He's like, okay, fifteen years. But yeah, so they haven't seen each other for that long. It's just like crazy. Like he just flipped it on him right there, and like, and then, and then of course they ended with their song, you know, because um, they have a new album so together, icy. right? Yeah, 
No, they don't have. They've never had. That's the next thing. If that's they come, have another album, that's gonna be a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's gonna be the one to look for when that happens. But right now, baby steps because he extended his, you know, olive branch to Gucci, and Gucci's like, yeah, we okay, I'll, I'll, I accept it. And mm -hmm. so that was like a wow moment, like because you know me a little, you know, a little older, you know, like I remember Biggie and Tupac, like they did not have this opportunity to have this moment you know like a biggie versus tupac the verses that would have been sick but you know too bad like too you know like they they gone before their time you know yeah you know yeah so it was a beautiful moment for hip-hop like and it's hip-hop history month too november so it was like kind of perfect everything just like man like and then they did that song um so icy which is the one that kind of like started the beef of sorts because you know they're both on it um i know i know was it the producer all right so here's a little there's a little uh there's a little bay area frisco connection mm -hmm. i knew so you were gonna say it the, per <laughs> the bay the the producer on that single and a lot of gucci man's of uh, music is this cat named zaytoven that's right right zaytoven he's original well he has family from Atlanta, but he grew up or he went to high school out here in San Francisco to, at Galileo, my old high school. I, I was, uh, me and him, like we went to school the same time period. He was just like one or two grades higher than me, mm -hmm. him and Burner. Burner, Cookies Burner, That's for those right. of you. You know, you know. Yeah. So um me and sci-fi went to gal together these guys were like the upperclassmen like uh zay zay at that time zay zay people know him as zaytoven now but we know him as xavier and he was like for me my experience with him, i wasn't like close with the guy like i knew like in passing like he's that you know he was a band cat and then i think he i don't know if he played any sports but i remember like him being at all the football games and like sports games and he was like the band cat like you know uh i forget what instrument he played but he was with the band a lot that's how i remember him and then burner is just the stoner weed guy yeah <laughs> with the stoner weed crew is hardly ever there at school like that 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 cat but yeah so uh yeah there's a little you know little zobi zaytoven history yeah yeah, and sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because I got I did a song with my homie uh, um, Aaron, also went to school with me in sci-fi since middle school, and he reminded me of Xavier. He was because then I did a song or um, I did some scratches on Aaron's album. He's also a rap local rapper. He goes by um, Main Event. Um, look him up on IG. Mm -hmm. Filmo, you know, from the Filmo um yeah like we're in a session and then he's just like we're just reminiscing about the old times and then he threw up his name and i was like wait wait xavier is zaytoven i didn't even like put the two together <laughs> like i was like because it he looks different now because he grew, grew up a little you know aged a little bit more you know mm -hmm. and uh i was like oh shit that's right zaytoven xavier that oh that's yeah and then it, it, it dialed back to me to another moment like so when i first heard about like gucci man and like the or i knew about so icy but for a lot of people don't know after so icy he kind of went underground so like he didn't really have all the other those other hits came up a little bit later so mm -hmm. i used to have this laotian homie who was like deep, you know deep in like just putting me up on some music and he's like yo you gotta check out this Beethoven cat you know, the, the, the like he, you know he's and he was playing me a lot of these like Gucci Man mixtape stuff and um and he's like yeah man he went to Gal with us too you know Xavier whatever and then I was like oh shit that's dope that's dope but <laughs> at that time he's still bubbling like he's still you know his the the legend is building it's, mm -hmm. it hasn't like peaked yet like you know now now it's like Zaytoven's done all this other stuff for like the Amigos and. and and young thug and you you name all the atlanta artists he's done something for that cat for them mm -hmm. yeah that's sick so, yeah yeah <laughs> hey guys thanks for tuning in for another episode of um itawo 
um, with my co-host uh, Alonzo. Um, just you know, keeping you up to date with uh, what's been going on here in the Bay Area. And, uh, hope you guys are you know staying safe. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Um, happy holidays. I'm excited to see what happens in December. So yeah. yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube, Apple Music, Anchor. all that good. Oh, Anchor. Yeah, really just look on anchor.fm, Etoho Podcast, and you'll find all our links. Mm-hmm. Also, so, follow us on IG and yeah, Etoho Podcast. If you could definitely hit us with a subscribe on YouTube, that's what we're really trying to push right now. So we could. Oh, um, leave reviews on the iTunes, yeah, iPod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, appreciate it, Thanks. guys. Peace. Peace.